rest of my life. I couldn't die like that. I had to die pretty. Yeah. And you know what? Uh, we get, we get <laughs> put in that casket beautiful now, baby. We're going to do it. Yeah. Yeah, no, you're going to die Thank gorgeous. You. Absolutely Thank stunning. You. Honestly, I mean, at this point, I don't even know if we would want to bury you. We would just maybe want to <laughs> stuff you. And keep you in the corner, just so we can hey, look at hey, you. Hey, I'll be in your corner, you know. So for today's episode, we have Mahmood. He is a dear friend of mine and is a personal trainer. This episode is pretty funny. Um, he really lays into parts of his life. The sound quality isn't that great, so bear with me, but I really do hope you enjoy it. Hey, my name is Mahmoud. I am a trainer in the fitness industry, and I'm a former wild child, and I am super fucking honored to be here on Pump Peach, Pump Peach with Brigitte, a current wild child. <laughs> um, thank you so much for coming on. Um and being my first guest ever so this will be fun and hopefully you you know the recording sounds good and well um so we were briefly talking about quarantine so let's go back into that conversation you um what are you doing for quarantine how are you managing what's life like life is less exciting and less far-reaching than it has been but it's good though everything is like taken care of i have lots of time to clean and organize and talk to new people on the internet so that's been fun oh you're making new friends i'm making new friends i'm actually like putting in effort onto like a hinge instead of being like what's up ho i'm gonna (laughs) i'm coming up with like cute sayings and stuff which which has been much better than like because before my attitude was like, whatever, I'll just meet someone in real life. And mm-hmm. now those possibilities are like narrowed down a little bit. So I'm like, well, shit, I better put some effort into this one. Yeah, no, yeah. it's so true. Um, I definitely feel like with all this extra time, I've also been thinking a lot more about like the language and like keeping up with friends. Mm-hmm. Um, but would you say that you've, would you have any like low moments? Like, are you... Or does it always feel like you're feeling pretty good? Oh, no, Brie, like the first like two weeks of uh, when we were doing this, like late March, early April, I was very fucking depressed. I was like really bad. It felt awful. Like I felt hopeless. Yeah, I'm so sorry to hear that. Like, what do you feel was like, like what was going through your mind at those moments? Like that, that made you kind of in that low stage? I was extrapolating out into the future in a negative way. I was thinking about things like crazy things like that a lot of us will feel right now about society collapsing, us becoming fucking wild people out there, like a dystopian future, cars on fire, food shortages, mass like that, things that are, you know, okay, maybe things like that could happen. But it was me going to, like, a very dramatic place in my head, going into the worst-case scenario. Totally. No, I definitely feel – and I think it's a fine line between, you know, like, being, 
like prepared and being like okay if something really bad happens am i like equipped but then then also being like slightly a little bit more like okay but like what are the chances of that happening and kind of like you said it's really easy to go down that path um especially when you're trying to be like ready and rational and you and you also feel like other people are sugarcoating things so i totally get that but what made you step out of that so you said it lasted like two weeks or so so like what was the moment where you kind of shifted your mindset so i was going through a lot of days like i just start to sleep like a lot play a lot of video games and live like i would during like uh other times doing much when I wasn't trying to like when I wasn't communicating with people and you know cutting people off and I sounded a lot like I feel like I did years and years ago like very negative very um very you know calloused against anything and I think one day I just thought about people like I cared about and like I felt like I was being selfish because I think the way I need to live my life is I need to be someone that has to uplift people and that's like the whole purpose of my life and I wasn't like fucking doing the thing that I was meant to do. So it's like I have to do, you know, I have to be like a star in the sky and not a fucking, <laughs> and not an anchor. Shout out to anchor recording. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god honestly i feel like you and i are one in the same because yeah. that is that is how i view um part of my like journey on earth as well is like okay yeah shit might suck and it like might be kind of rough but at least like i can make people laugh yeah. or i can like bring some joy and then it's like i'll just go out like making myself laugh like yeah. honestly do you feel like uplifting Oh, thank you. But I have my moments too. Like the yeah. past two weeks were were really tough, and I kind of felt like I wasn't feeling as like centered. Yeah. You know what I mean? I was being much more like introverted and kind of just wanted to be alone a lot. Um, yeah, being more a lot more sensitive, which I think is fine. I was trying to give myself a break, but also like it can get to you at times. What do you think brought you into that, into that low point? Honestly, I don't know. Um, because it's not like I didn't feel super depressed necessarily. I just felt like a little unmotivated with everything physical. Yeah. So like I was actually being really um, productive with other projects, like anything artistic I was like working on. Yeah. I was being like successful with that. But anything physical, I just felt a little bit more drained and tired and just like not motivated to like go on my runs or like work out. I think it has to do with like I the like being doing like the same routines, like physical routines was like starting to get to me and yeah. I wasn't having as much fun. Mm-hmm. And for me it's like if I'm not having fun, then I just like don't want to do it. Yeah. So how do you feel like you are incorporating like physical activity in your daily life? Like do you feel like it's getting boring? Like, like, put the trainer mindset away and, like, just be real with me. Like, do you actually enjoy your workouts right now? I enjoy how I feel afterwards. Okay. Like, and I enjoy feeling powerful. I enjoy, like, moving well. Oh, shit, my body can do this. Oh, I remember that. That's nice. Right, totally. Because part of, like, I think the depression was, like, I felt myself, like, backsliding a little bit. But I think that was just 
the depression like weighing on my body like it makes you less physically capable when you feel better you feel happier you feel i feel like i have a really big connection with like happiness and feeling good and that like affects my physical performance a lot or if i'm angry then i'm like fucking ready to go i can like be very strong (laughs) yeah no i i completely agree i also feel like you know being in a depressive state or being sad or whatever can also take like a really heavy toll on your body just because you're trying so hard to make yourself not sad that like you end up exhausting yourself you know what i mean yeah like it's like the mental exhaustion yeah, and then, like, something like this, like, if you want to do some big-ass power shrugs, you have to kind of psych yourself up mentally to go do something like that, to go on, like, hill sprints, to, you know, to even, like, eat healthy, you know? It's so much mm-hmm. easier to fucking Uber eat Popeyes <laughs> at, like, 11 a.m., which sounds yes. real nice right now, but we ain't going to do it. <laughs> we ain't going to do that. So what do you think has been a little bit harder? Do you think it's been the physical activity or the healthy eating? Or has it just been like a little bit of both? It has been the healthy eating because it's so easy to just order something. And like there's the contactless delivery. So you can be super isolated. You can be super shut off. You don't have to see anybody. You can just fucking have McDonald's come to your door and you open your door and it's magically there. Right, and there's no one judging you, yeah. so you're just kind of like, whatever. Yeah, no one judging <laughs> I have limited uh, physical contact right now, so that, like, you know, you have, like, less people to touch, and you have less people to be around, <laughs> and it's like, oh, my God, I don't, I don't have... Yeah, with a little pudge, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like... <laughs> yeah, what's a little, little something? What's a little, like, I don't know, I'm scared to go on a, a scale right now. I've been working hard um, ever since I got out of it. But I still feel like I'm not eating super great. And I have less activity, too. I'm not walking around training people. I'm not walking around, like, the gym all day. I have a lot less, you know, I can't just, like, I don't like going on, like, long-ass walks with people. I go on, like, some, um, you know, I go to see my friend, and her neighborhood has, like, everybody walking around. Like, this ain't no fucking social distancing. You people are walking around with baby <laughs> carriages and dogs with masks on. You know, you have to yeah. go, fucking trails are crowded. Like, I need, like, give me some, like, isolated, like, land. So, and probably because I'm a queen bee. But, yeah, you buzz, know, buzz, buzz, uh, buzz, buzz. So, okay, so you're you're kind of talking about how, you know, you've been training for the last three years and you've come a long way. And I'm super Thank proud you. of you. That sounds amazing. Um, but what, like, tell me what you feel like some of the downsides are or the upsides are in in your transformation when it comes to like friendships relationships like how did that shift the other part of your life oh yeah let's talk about the downsides first definitely so you feel like alienated from some people that you had known before like people that i was doing um you know dumb shit with I feel like sep- somebody, people, people I've been close to for like such a long time. I feel like a separation mm-hmm. from them. Like, hey, I'm not into X, Y, Z anymore. You are, and I just can't get down with you. And I can even look at like what they're doing and be like, what the hell are you doing? I was doing this. Yeah, this is stupid. Like, and I try to, and like trying to like bring them up is met with mm-hmm. anger and dismissal. They don't want to do it. They don't want to like change. Right. And, 
so relate so like leaving people behind is um yeah it's hard it's very hard but mm-hmm. someone can't like let you grow and there have been some people who have but like someone who can't let you grow and like that's been the downside like trying to like leave people behind and and it's easy it's easy to be like a shithead it's easy to like you know walk around not do anything have like a fucking bakery job it's easy to you know just like live your life like looking forward to like eating totina's pizza roll tonight and i'm hey hey i'm still looking <laughs> forward to that sometimes that's still <laughs> So, like, when you talk about, like, I can't believe I used to do those type of things, are you talking about, like, in regards of, like, over drinking or just kind of, like, indulgence? Or do you feel like your personality has also changed? My personality is better now. And, like, the things that I would do, like, yeah, overindulgence, crime, and that stuff Mm -hmm. is uh, stuff I have to, like, leave behind because it would have been bad like things sometimes things were very exhilarating but totally. these are things that like i had to leave behind i can't like get into it too much but it was uh yeah there's a lot of wild shit going on for like many years and right i'm like i feel like less stressed and yeah my personality is uh, i feel like my personality has definitely changed like i'm a lot easier to talk to i'm not a lot and i talk a lot more than i used to i used to like be a lot more quiet than this and like i yeah. used to be scared of some time of talking to people right yeah so like what are what is your routine when it comes to like your mental health and your mindset do you have you one? know when on my good days like i can't say that i do this every day but if i am grateful about something because like i never want to be like one of these guys who sounds like a fucking um inspirational quote every day because i'm like shut i'm like shut that stuff like <laughs> makes me want to go like rob a liquor store or something like yeah you know, no i don't want to be like that i want to go be fucking wild and yeah you know not care about anything and it's like fun to like be out there reckless and shit but i think like having like right you know thinking about like positivity thinking about like the people you love and being vulnerable with yourself and being vulnerable for other people because you don't have to be like some fucking wild, like fucking drugged up person doing crazy shit because the world doesn't matter. Because like totally. it, it does. That's the scarier thing. Right. I do think some of those inspirational quotes, like as lovely as they sound when they become cliche, they don't see- sound as genuine. So that way, when like people end up, you know, just saying them and kind of like shouting them out it doesn't feel that genuine like yeah. warmth that i feel feel like is important for your mental health because the genuineness or like you know the sensation of being honest with yourself is honestly not being perfect like those quotes so i totally understand what you're saying it's like it's being okay with you know having a little bit of fun and also be coming back yeah. to the center which is i think is something that's really good so for, uh a budgeting how do i say this an up-and-coming comedian like you like you can like be funny <laughs> like you can be funny people love when you're funny like hey let me ask you something with all those um a lot of the listeners won't know about this but hopefully they will all those like lizards mm-hmm. and frog like things uh you put up did you write all those captions Holy i did shit, so you're fucking uh, yeah funny damn bitch you funny <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, so so to catch people up, um, essentially I was making lizard, frog, and bird memes. Yes, you was. And I did write all those co- <laughs> I wrote all those captions. But you know, I, I will say that some of those captions I feel like I got the ideas from content okay. I had seen before. So even though I put it in my own words, some of the ideas I had felt like I had probably, you know, like had seen okay. at some point or another. Um, especially like with the ones that I feel yeah, like, like classic, um, but, but some of them, some of them I definitely just like made up on hand that are honestly about my life. Um, the crazy girlfriend, I feel like I do really I, I, well. I, it's, it's not an act. Yeah. It's yeah. I was about I to am. say that ain't, that ain't no like, experiment. <laughs> that is like, that's an artist expressing what's that's reality right there. Yeah. It's like me going into like my deepest kind of like cynical thoughts and being like let's play with this let's bring it up yeah, to the bring surface it up. people love it i love it too <laughs> yo do you have that on your story highlights i do it's under oh. i'm funny so if anyone wants to go check it out it's brigitte bloom fit and it's under i'm funny i'm gonna keep it there forever i think it's hysterical and i actually in in terms of comedy i just wrote um, a sketch for the oh, first tell me. time. Tell me about that. So, uh, well, it was really fun. Um, it came pretty natural. I won't say uh-huh. the whole thing, obviously, yeah. right now and right here, but I definitely want to do some stand up. Just not saying I'm going to be good, but just to get it under my belt and see how it feels hey, one when day. When things you know? open up, me and you, um, we're going to go do it. We're going to go do a few minutes each, okay? Yes, absolutely. Like, I am so ready. And, you know, I don't have too much stage fright. But I do have a little bit of fear in terms of like forgetting what yeah. I'm going to say. Um, but we'll see how it goes, you know. Afraid of like the, so how the do you... public speaking and like being seen by people. No, not at all. More just like I'm going to forget what I have to say and then I'm going to like do some weird stuff on stage instead. Like start dancing and be like, I don't remember the words, but here I go. She started pouring <laughs> milk on her ass, guys. I, I, the, the crowd loved it, though. But Yeah, like she started she started spider twerking and we don't know Did what happened. Did you say spider twerking? <laughs> yeah, Wait, spider twerking. You know the move. Spider, hold on. I, I'm going to Google that after this. You no, don't know what spider what is twerking that? is? It's it's only the best form of cardio there is. I'm surprised you don't I'm use this with your clients. Explain this to me. What makes it spider twerking? Yeah, so essentially your legs go oh. up on the wall. Your yeah, your hands are on the ground and you're and you're twerking oh, in the air. Oh my goodness. Now okay, that is yeah, with your shoulder stability, that's gonna work out real good. I see. Right. It's it's a lot of core strength too because you you gotta be you know keeping yourself up you know upside down. Honestly, I'd recommend it for most of the okay, population. Okay, you know what we're gonna do is our cardio finisher for some of our clients. That's gonna be beautiful. Yes. So, like, when you talk about or like when you think about your long term goals, do you just want to stay in the training world? Or I shouldn't say just like, do you want to stay in the training world? Or what's some of your vision when it comes to like health and fitness? Vision for health and fitness is, yeah, you're being impactful, being getting like closer to the ideal body and the ideal um, like performance that I've wanted, like to achieve like long term goals that have been viewed as impossible by 
me or by, you know, whoever, like, oh, you'll never be able to do that. Like, you know, disproving X, Y, and Z wrong. And, you know, having, you know, I don't know if I want notoriety or fame or anything like that, but I just want respect in the field and to feel comfortable and to feel like somebody who is contributing to everything. So what? When it comes to business, um, what do you see your your business looking like, your business model, or have you not gotten there yet? Like what you know, I you always want to do like a lot of in person stuff. I don't know if I'll ever want my own gym because I am not interested in the hours for that because I want to be mm-hmm. very successful, but I think I can be without having to work like a hundred ten hours per week. And some people are like, like, hey, no, you got to go and work that hard. I'm like, you know what? I need to have some fun. I need to go talk to people. I need to go hang out with my friends. I need to make, I can't just like grind, grind, grind for like years. You know, I'll keep grinding at what I'm doing now, which I think is average, maybe a little above average forever. So I'm like dead because I'll be doing it. I'll be training people when I'm like 75. It's going to be fine. But, you know, having a big presence and a bigger um, like online training community especially with how things like might be for the future yeah but I don't need like to be a I don't need my own gym but I would like you know to work with nice gyms work with people go to independent places go to people's houses and yeah, yeah I'm, going, homes, I'm making house say. calls okay <laughs> is your husband home oh no so what do you dang <laughs> I ain't wiped up yet. We're going to have to, um, listen, um, Allison, this is called spider twerking, and you're going to have to change into a uh, better outfit for this. (laughs) Yeah. A spider outfit. A Spider-Man outfit, (laughs) to be specific. (laughs) So... You mentioned that you want to, so essentially you want to stay in the position and industry that you're in. What do you feel like is something that challenges you within the industry that you want to change, if any? What do I want to change in the industry? I just don't like dealing with any of the oversight. If I can be in a more independent, Mm -hmm. like still not be in like my own gym, so I don't have to worry about all the overhead but something in a gym that they have, like, mm-hmm. less oversight. Let me just do my thing. Like, I know how to do this. I know how to get a client base. I know how to train people. Don't fucking bother me with your, like, with your, you know, sales tactics. With your, oh, read this inspirational book. Fuck you. I'm going to go watch The Sopranos and do <laughs> what I want. I'm going to do it my way. I don't need your, like. Oh, don't conquer your inner bitch. Like, listen, fucking put baseball hat away. I'm going to go do it the way I want to do it. I don't need, like, you, um, like, higher up gym people to tell me what to do. I'm going to do it my way because I've done it my way. It's going to look different than maybe the ideal, but it's going to be the ideal for me. And it's going to be what I want to do. I'm going to be independent and unbothered. I'm going to be able to build it myself. Yeah. And I definitely feel like a lot of people need some structure, but I'm definitely one of those people as well that I like to kind of set my own rules and terms because 
when I get a little too much structure, it like I mentioned before, it yeah. doesn't seem very honest or genuine. It feels like I'm just following a protocol and I become less enthusiastic by it because yeah, it doesn't feel like it's me. Exactly. Um, so when it, when it comes to let's put like work aside and we're just talking about like overall healthy lifestyle and you mentioned that you lost some friendships over the way because your hobbies or like your interests have kind of split apart do you feel like they're like what's the positive opposite side to that like do you feel like you've gained more friends or like has it changed your viewpoint on romantic relationships or family members oh yeah yeah i'm a lot more um you know in tune with people like have more like genuine with people because it's not based around like using each other for some um, fix that you're trying to get after. Like you can enjoy someone's company for their company and it feels like a lot better. Like laughing with people over jokes like while you're like straight sober is like really fun sometimes. It's like it's very cool. Yeah. Sometimes. You're like sometimes. You can have, sometimes. You can a little bit, <laughs> not all the time. Like a fiend. Like you have, like, I can have like more genuine relationships with people, and um, it's like it helped me a lot with like, yeah, my family members. I'm like nicer to them, which feels like really good, and I really like that. And and oh, with romantic amazing. stuff, like you know, it really it, like opens up like a whole world. Like being more fit, and like you feel more confident in yourself, and you feel not nervous talking to somebody because i think like back in the day like years ago if i was talking to like a pretty girl i might be like stammery a little bit like uh oh my god but now it's like i look i'm like being in the gym being around like all these beautiful people and talking to everybody i feel so comfy talking to them like i can talk to someone at fucking whole foods like hey what's up dime how are you you know yeah. Yeah, nines and dimes uh, now. You know, and I can connect them a lot, like, you know, and like when you're nervous around somebody, it's like a selfishness. Like you're nervous about something yourself. When you're not nervous, you can connect to them and be more interested in them in like a genuine way. Yeah. No, I actually really like that. It is a little bit more selfless because you're so intrigued yeah. about what they're saying and who they are that you're that you're really trying to put yourself aside yes. and just listen. Um but but you mentioned like this self-confidence thing. Do you feel like it was the physical changes that made you more confident or was it also the dialogue within your own head of you realizing that you were Oh, I'm going to cry when you say that. Oh my god. Yes, that all that. All that like 100% <laughs> because it's uh you know, the confidence came from like the physical changes cuz I was always not I was always happy with like some things about me. But, like, you know, uh, I used to, like, buzz my head. I had no hair like that. It wasn't, you know, I felt very, I don't know, I had, like, bad posture. Everything felt bad. But like, once I started seeing some changes, grew my hair out, fucking put, and putting effort in, putting in effort, seeing changes, positive right. self-talk, confidence, it's all, like, it's all interconnected. And, like, if you put it all together, it really will, I don't know, it was a big change. Like it felt like a like a fucking rush from a drug, almost. You know. Get those curls yeah. oh, looking yeah, fresh. Baby. Oh my goodness. <laughs> that mm-hmm. deep, those deep locks. Oh, I need products. Come on, product? listen, girl, girl. You know what I'm saying? Okay, first, first we start off. 
we get some um, a fucking R and Co perfect television hair conditioner. After that, we put some Sebastian dark oil, mm-hmm. and yeah, you know what? Doing anything like, hey, let me talk about this as a man. Fucking take care of your skin a little bit. Put some lotion on it after the shower. Like you know, put some, exfoliate your face. You'll fucking it'll be good. It'll, you'll feel nice. Yes, and please do not use shampoo. Yeah. As, oh like, my god, soap. no. Like there no are. Way. Like girls want you to smell nice. Uh, like, okay. like some people. Exactly. I heard one of my girlfriends once say that she went to a guy's house and he had Dial soap as his body wash, his shampoo, mm-hmm. and his face wash. Like that's it. That's what he used. I and mean, then you know it's not, it, some guys can get away with it, but I would say long term effects yeah. probably would start to happen mm-hmm. right around now. Yes. Late twenties, early thirties, some some dry skin. Yeah. Poppin'. Okay, so, so you mentioned that you are a little bit more confident when it talks to the females. Are you? You single? know, that's a complicated question right now. That's a very complicated. It's a question. loaded question, isn't it? Yeah, but there's no one that I would call <laughs> like my girlfriend right now. Okay. And so you mentioned that you it's like opened up your box mm-hmm. of like who you want to talk to. Is it also changed the type of girl that you're into? Like or oh, like yeah, tell yeah, me about absolutely. That. Like someone I would like pine for back in like I looked at some pictures of like people I had like crushes on that things didn't really happen with when I was working um, at another job before I like got in shape or better shape and before I um, like got into the industry. And I like, oh, what the fuck? I was like, oh my god, you? Dang, no, no disrespect to them, but like they, it's I don't know. Like I could talk to somebody and be with somebody who is who doesn't look like that, who looks, you know, really great, and it's it's normal now. You know, it's not like okay. right. And I. Oh, I was just gonna say, I do feel like even besides the physical, sometimes people have a natural glow or smile when they seem to take care of themselves you know what i mean um so what do you feel like are the challenges then with within the dating world like okay your pool is probably a little bit bigger now because you feel a little bit more confident you might be into um different types of people that are in the health community but what are some of the downsides that you feel like have come with you prioritizing health downsides of prioritizing health i'm trying if any relationships oh, oh like relationships dating you know i think yeah. the downside is not really that much of a downside like you just have more options and like every once in a while mm-hmm. like i mean you know i'm not doing as good as like some cats out are, are out there but like sometimes you like oh do i have <laughs> to like do i have to choose this or that and like sometimes you don't want to like cuz you okay. don't, i don't want to like juggle or lie to anybody ever so sometimes making like decisions like that because those decisions weren't available to me before. It's like, hey, here's somebody. This is all you got. Stay with this. This is it. You know. And now mm-hmm. there's like, hey, should you continue talking to, you know, person A? Should you continue talking to person B? Who's the person that you're going to spend more time with? Like, can can you juggle too? I don't know. I'm totally. not a good juggler. I got like my career yeah yeah like how do you feel like 
since you're in the dating world, like, how do you feel like you prioritize people? What What's, like, your go-to of, like, this is what I'm kind of looking for. Oh, this catches no, my like, eye. You have someone, like, real fun, someone funny, somebody I can joke with, and someone who's also a major babe as well. 10 out of 10. Major babe, yeah, we'll 10 out of 10. Like, somebody, uh, you know, no <laughs> uggos, and that's okay. Do you feel like is it the time of your life because of age as well that you're taking dating a little bit more seriously? Or do you feel like it really didn't matter? It's just, you know, like kind of the more of like the health part that's made you think of I think people it's like a little that differently. Health stuff because I still feel like super young. I still feel like someone in, well, I feel, God, I feel like younger than ever. I used to feel older like a few years ago and now I feel like super in, like, I'm not. So you're not looking to down. Sure, I'm open to it. You know, I'm open to like, like love, because like I was in love like uh, last year for a little bit, like because like right where I started um, getting in shape Ooh. was like this explosion of like you know people I could talk to and like going out and like connections and you know um, you know fun with people that happened. And I was like, oh my god, this is life. This is so cool. And I fell in love with somebody for a little bit, and that didn't work out. And now I'm like a little bit trepidatious of that, so I just want to have fun again. But I'm 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 open to it though. Like if it happens, then that's great. Yeah. No, totally. I feel like the best love also comes when you're not looking. It that is a cliche, but honestly, I feel like the best relationships I've gotten into were like, I guess I'll go on this date, and then yeah, bang, bang, boom, here yeah, I am. Exactly. Cut. Like it's just like let it happen. Like because you can't chase that. Thing. Like there's a, a Persian saying that a um, this could apply to like men too, mm-hmm. but a woman is like a shadow. The more you chase it, the farther away it will get. Yeah. Oh, I like that. I love that, and I think it also really helps that like when you work on yourself and you have all those projects, you really do seem like you're just you have more of your life together, and you have a lot more to bring to the table because you have things yeah. to talk about in your own life. You know, you're not you're not just like searching for yeah. Because there's no void. Like I have a world that I live in, and like if someone wants to come into it, you know, and like or live in the world next to me, that's great. That's what I want. That's beautiful. Yeah, someone who can add some value, but you also want to add value. There's no holes. That's how I always see it. So, nah, not no holes. We ain't sponge. (laughs) We we (laughs) we ain't a SpongeBob. No, honestly, I'm yeah, 100% you are. Yeah, SpongeBob. You are. Like, let's be real. 100, 100%. Maybe, maybe with a you know, little we, bit we, of sandy. Uh, I'm going to mention to you after the podcast, we know who Patrick is right now. We do. We know Patrick. I'm, I'm we do? Okay. Yeah. You, okay. Yeah, yeah. You'll, you'll tell me later. So how do you feel like fitness and health is going to change after COVID, after Corona? Um, do you think there's going to be, everyone's going to be flooding back to the gyms? Do you think people are going to actually enjoy working out at home more? I think people are sick of working out at home. I think the people who weren't too into like going to the gym are going to be even, they're going to be like self-righteous about it now. They're going to be like, well, I'm doing my part. I'm going to stay at home. Like, yeah, you're fat. Stay at home. Mm-hmm. Eat fucking Cheetos. Think you're doing something. Yeah, you're flattening the curve. 
but you ain't flattening that fucking gut then. God damn, go get diabetes. You know, and they can do their thing. That's <laughs> fine. But a lot of people are going to like come back. Like, right. people, like, like, what do you, do you, are you itching to like come and like do some stuff? What do you feel? Yeah, I mean, you know, I definitely have an itch to go back to the gym. That's for sure. But I won't lie. I actually, you know, kind of as I mentioned before, I feel like the intensity as I was working out prior has definitely doled down a little bit. I don't feel, I feel like this was almost an experiment that I didn't ask for. And I used to work out like six days a week. And now when I just work out, yeah, like now when I only work out four to five and I take more time off, I actually kind of been feeling okay with that. And so I, I I definitely want to get back in the gym, but I don't think the, like balls to wall mentality is going to be the same for me. Yeah, I think I'm definitely going to enjoy the equipment and like, you know, interacting with the muscle yeah. groups in different ways that I can't at home. But I feel like I'm definitely going to enjoy like going on runs, which I used to hate. Um, and just kind of like, uh-huh. you know, taking a little bit more time off or being a little bit more flexible with what my type of fitness, like doing some yoga with running which is stuff that I never really felt like I had time for because I was on such a strict. That's good. That like, yeah, this is it's a forced experiment that we didn't ask for, and that's like that's one of the good things about this. Like, this gave us time to like take a look at something, maybe realize something. Like, this would be maybe this would be good for you for like your long term stuff because it's hard. Because like you know, I want you to take care of your balls. You know, don't throw don't throw them at the walls quite as much. <laughs> yeah. No, I totally agree. Like, I, I definitely am going to incorporate it, but I don't think I'm going to be as aggressive about it. And I think in the long term, it's going to help me probably stick to working out longer because I was hitting a point um, a few months ago where I just always felt like my yeah. emotions were driving my activity. And I want to, and I wanted to, I want to be at a point where I can go to the gym and not feel yeah. like my mood is in control. You know, like I want to just, and I think it was because I was going a little too hard all the time, which can really happen. Yeah, and like when you're you want you in a competition, the camaraderie the is competition sometimes. Would Would you speak more? Yeah, to exactly. Like your emotions um, driving your workouts, like what sort of emotions were these, and like how would they drive your workouts? Yeah, um, I would just say like if I ever felt any type of like sadness or I was hard on myself um sometimes it would go either way like sometimes my my workout would be way shorter and I wouldn't even want to work out because I would kind of be like well there's no point or like I just don't even care or I would end up working out excessively um because I was like really putting so much pressure on myself and I felt like that's how I ended up getting injured a few times um and you know even though I've been in this industry for a few years and I've been working out for a long time you really can't see the cloudedness sometimes when you're in it you know like someone will be like hey you've been working out for two hours and you're like oh no, no, no no it's fine it's fine you know what I mean because you're you're so in your emotions and you're so in that world that you kind of convince yourself it's okay and now that I've stepped back, I've been like, you know, some of those decisions that I made yeah. were definitely clouded by my emotions, whether that be like sadness or, you know, yeah. me not being fully confident in something or some of my injuries have also really um, 
directed the way that I worked out. I would get so frustrated about my knees sometimes that I'd end up doing, you know, some crazy yeah. upper body workouts just to over supplement. And then I would hurt my shoulder, you know? Yeah. Thanks for telling me that. It's like a whole awesome. cycle. <laughs> well, not awesome that you get injured, but yeah. Thanks for Yeah, awesome the, for the clarification, I feel like, yeah. that I, or the clarity that I have gotten now um, in this quarantine. Um, but I think just experience, really, that's just like experience of being in the world, of the fitness world. Do you feel like there's a shift within your clients, or do you, like, how do you Due feel like they've like changed? Due to, like, the pandemic stuff, changed? or just in general? Uh, pandemic, but also oh, just you know, like since you've started. A lot of my clients are, yeah, I really love the ones who are, who get like a mania about it. Like I did like, oh damn, this can be something that changes it. Like I've seen people like grow confidence in themselves and that's super satisfying. Like someone like do a pull up for the first time and they're fucking psyched mm-hmm. about it. Like I had a, one of my people. Came like a super strong bench presser and squatter. She got into powerlifting, and we started out doing uh, metabolic conditioning style workouts. So she was just concerned about working, uh, losing weight, but she fell in love with like lifting big, and she loved it. And she has some fucking big, strong, big glutes. She's a powerful girl, and it looks like the the powerful look on her looks great. She feels good, and I'm so and like she was a very timid person when she came in, and I love that stuff, and. You know, speaking to the pandemic stuff, I feel like the people who are about it, who are about making the changes, who, like, enjoyed the process, are going to keep doing it. But the people who didn't want to, like, it's the perfect excuse for them now. Like, keep doing, like, their own thing, more or less. And, like, someone who I have, like, an appointment with, a lot of them who, like, I have appointments with, they say, oh, Mahmoud, this is the highlight of my week. I'm really glad we're doing this. And sure, it's because of my beautiful face, but it's also because of they're doing something to <laughs> have like a structure to the day, their day when before like a structure had like gone out the window because of this shit. Um, during this time, what would be like your last? Yeah, you know, when I was working at the bakery before I became a fitness person and I started losing weight, everybody noticed and they were all very congratulatory and people would ask me all the time, like, hey, how did you do it? How are you doing it? And I would often tell them, hey, you you know what to do. You don't have to ask me this question. You know the answer. But the only real thing I could really tell you is, first, stop making excuses. But secondly, and much more importantly, is forgiving yourself. So don't make yeah, don't make excuses, mm. but forgive yourself. I love that. Love yourself, be kind with yourself, because you're you're great. You're okay. Like it's if you fucked up, it's fine. We can like we'll we'll get through it. Yeah, you know? that's that's a big thing. I think. Touch yeah. Up on this, but maybe we could on a later episode. But I definitely think that food yes. um, can t- sometimes be a punishment for people, and people will overeat because they they want to. They feel bad and, you know, that's a whole other world. And I'd actually love to talk about that later. Oh, so where the, the ladies, the ladies find are, you? yeah, come hit me up on my personal Instagram <laughs> um, at Mookie Way Galaxy, M-O-O-K-Y-W-A-Y 
Galaxy. G A L A X Y. I feel very confident with and- spelling Galaxy. Shit. And I also have a. It's on my Instagram. <laughs> I also have a professional Instagram, but I don't do shit on it. So don't even worry about that. Just, uh, just, yeah, just okay. come hit me up on my personal one because I'm just doing funny stuff worry. over there and sometimes fitness stuff. Um, and thanks so much for. Hey, being I'm on so here. honored, Honestly, Bree. This is great. Yo, I've been. I had a great time. Thank you for having me as your first guest. <laughs> I hope you come back soon. Yeah.